Spaced repetition is a powerful tool, and today we're going to be talking about how you can use it and use it in a way that's going to be efficient and sustainable and works for you. Hello and welcome to uh, what I guess is going to be the first episode of a podcast. So that's cool. My name is Maximilian Hart. I am a teacher, tutor, and content creator. I'm all about enjoying great stories and learning new things and helping other people do the same. Uh, this is the uh, primary focus uh, right now in terms of my content creation, which is studypenguin.com. It's a website uh, where I post and send out via email daily study tips and tricks and ideas and inspiration to keep you motivated and learning new things every single day. Uh, this is kind of an extension of that, uh, some more in-depth stuff and in-depth conversation and discussion, um, and taking questions from you on things that you want to know about or want to hear and learn about. So today we're going to talk about spaced repetition, uh, and it's a, it's a powerful tool, especially if you have anything whatsoever to, to learn in terms of like memorization. So if you're trying to grasp a high-level concept, this might not be the necessarily the best tool, but if you have to learn formulas in physics, or if you have to learn vocabulary in English, this is perfect for that. So basically, this is a tool to help you memorize things, and not just memorize things, because you can brute force memorize things, but this is a tool to make not just memorization easier, but to make that memorization stick. So we've all been in the position, and I've seen this happen a lot as a teacher, right? You'll have students who will uh, cram the couple days leading up to some big test or exam or whatever, and then they'll do it, and they'll do fine, and then they'll forget everything. <laughs> Go in hard mode and then immediately forgetting everything. And that's is exactly what spaced repetition is designed to help with and, uh, and to prevent both the having to cram and the forgetting everything afterwards. So what is spaced repetition? According to Wikipedia, I'm gonna read you the definition here. Spaced repetition is a learning technique that incorporates increasing intervals of time between subsequent review of previously learned material in order to exploit the psychological spacing effect. So layman's terms, spaced repetition is basically periodically reviewing your stuff at smart intervals so you don't forget it. That's it. That's all it is. It's not just like, I'm gonna use flashcards every day because if you use like the same 100 flashcards every day, that's inefficient, you're wasting a lot of time. Spaced repetition is all about efficiency. It's all about doing things in such a way that you're only reviewing things right before you're about to forget them. So you're not wasting time reviewing things when you know them, only when you're about to forget. And we actually know what that you're about to forget point is because of a lot of science and a lot of scientific studies. There have been a number of studies done on this, reaching back into the 1930s, I believe. Um, a more definitive one was, I want to say, 1967. But basically, a number of these studies have pinpointed different days and times. Um, and I encourage you, if this is something you're really interested in, to go and look up on your own some of these more specific right about to forget points. It's actually really fascinating. Um, but I'm gonna get to. I'll give you a suggestion and a recommendation later on. So if you want to just use that, that's fine. If you want to dig more, I encourage you to. It's always cool learning new things. So first off, before we kind of get into the nitty gritty of how to do this, you have two main schools of thought and two routes that you can go with this, which is to go techie or to go non-techie. Technologically savvy people go techie. Non-techie, honestly, the the primary argument for using like 
good old-fashioned pen and paper for this type of thing is that physically writing things down helps you remember them better this is a proven thing it's a fact if you write it down you will remember it better physically writing helps cement things into our brains and this is and this is something why i recommend uh, people handwrite notes in class exactly for this reason um, I'm actually going to give you a little more information on that later, but for, for flashcards, for smaller chunks of memorization, the tech route, I would say, is much easier and will save you time in the long run. Yes, you might not stick as well at first, but the time that you save handwriting flashcards will more than make up for it in the long run. So ultimately, though, it's going to depend on personal preference, you experimenting, figure out what works for you and pay attention to the time that you take doing it. So I'm gonna give you a couple different ways here of how to use space repetition and you can you can kind of look at this and see how to adapt it for your own life. So the first, the most basic way uh, to use space repetition is with like vocabulary flashcards, right? So let's say you have a stack of 100 words and definitions to learn or 100 equations for chemistry or something. That's a lot. That's a lot of equations for chemistry. I'm not even sure there are that many applicable equations in chemistry. But let's say you have 100, 100 words to learn. You could just brute force that stack of 100 cards every single day, and you would learn them. But you do the smart thing. You use spaced repetition. So first, you make the flashcards just like normal, and then you review them just like normal the first time through the stack. And then things change. If you get the card wrong, drop it in tomorrow's stack. So you'll review that card again that next day, or maybe if you're doing morning and night sessions, review that card at the next session, if you get it wrong. If you get it right, bump it back a few sessions. So let's say you get a card right, vocabulary word, and you're learning Spanish, and the word is C, and you're like, that means yes. Got that one, move that, review it in three days. As you start to do this process, you might move, if you get it right again, move it to five days, move it to a week, move it to 10 days. So that way you're, you're spacing these things out and you're not reviewing things. So by the time, you know, you get to no in Spanish is no, you know that pretty well. You might only be reviewing that one once a month, right? So you'll have these 100 cards that gradually get spaced out. So every day you're not reviewing everything. You're only reviewing the things that you're having trouble with and the things that you might forget soon if you don't review them. So all, all, all you have to do is on the day, pull out that day's stack of cards, review those, and you're good to go. A lot of people use like a little file card box for this if you're doing the non-tech route. And we'll have like little tabs and just drop it in, you know, one day, two day, three day, four day, five, however many days out and do it that way. Um, Going the tech route for this is actually what I would recommend, and you'll see why here in a second, because there are a ton of different websites and apps out there that will just completely automate that different stacks part for you. Um, Anki is an old tried and true version. I'm a, per, I'm a fan of Quizlet. It's a wonderful website and has a lot of functionality besides just space repetition. One thing I do like about Quizlet is if you say, I've got 100 things to learn, it's not going to give you $100 at once. You'll come in the first session, it'll give you only like 12 words. And then as you get words right, it'll push those back and give you new words. So that way you're always learning only only 12 words. It's a manageable small chunk. And you can go through 12 flashcards, you know, in between class periods, you know, as you're walking through the hall. Just pull out your phone, flip, flip, flip. And, and it's it's a way to kind of fit 
flashcard of review into smaller chunks throughout your day and make it more manageable. So I'm a huge fan of Quizlet. I think it's a wonderful website um, because basically all the Anki, Quizlet, and there's there's dozens. It's easy to find them. Um, but all they do is they automate that space repetition. So you don't have to do anything other than open up the app. You, you have to enter your flashcards the first time, but once you've entered those, you're good. All you have to do is open up the app and start studying. So yes, writing those cards out by hand would be good, and it will help them stick that first time, but the time you'll save by using a software solution for something like flashcards in particular is definitely worth it and will more than make up for it. So I recommend Quizlet. If you check it out, it might work for you. Um, you can also use space repetition for studying things like notes. So this is kind of the second use of it that I have found that works for me and works for some other people. So you've got flashcard type review, and then you've got notes review. And in all honesty, I can't give you a one-size-fits-all student's solution, right? Because that's not the way life works. <laughs> Everyone's going to learn a little bit differently. All I can really tell you is this is what I did. It worked for me. The principles that it contains may work for you. So give it a shot. Tweak it make it work for you. So when I was in college, um, I had about 10 minutes in between classes and there was a couple periods throughout the day where I had an hour to go. Like I could do something for an hour. So we had classes from you know the top of the hour till 10 minutes too. So it was a pretty tightly packed schedule. So in those 10 minutes I had, and I had maybe half an hour each night, it was a busy, it was a busy time um, to study. So here's what my process was using kind of like those principles of spaced repetition. The first thing I did is I took handwritten notes during class. I think this is important. If you can handwrite your notes in class, they'll stick better. You'll find you will not be able to just type everything your professors are saying or your teachers are saying. It's not practical. It's not realistic, which is good because by taking good notes, you have to, you'll event, it's hard at first, but you'll learn how to distill what someone's saying down to its most basic essence of what it is the, the kernel the root of what they're saying and that's a useful skill just all the time anyways so i recommend handwriting notes um, it's also flexible because i had i've had professors that were hyper organized i've had professors who as they were giving a lecture i could take a roman numeral style outline it was so organized i've had other professors where i would just sort of write things and then draw lines connecting them because they were all over the place and horrifically disorganized so Writing handwritten notes, I think, is important, and it is a scientifically proven thing. Handwritten notes help you remember things better. So take handwritten notes during class, and then step two, at the end of class, you know, in those 10 minutes between classes, or if you have a free period or to have lunch or something, at the very end of class, glance over the notes you just took, mark any questions that you have, and ask the professor. This is something handy to do, you know, maybe the last five minutes of class as class is starting to wind down a little bit, getting that feeling. Just take a look through your notes. Mark any questions that you have. Swing by the teacher afterwards. Teachers love that. Speaking as a teacher, it happens so infrequently that it's special when it does happen, that a student comes up to me and says, hey, Mr. Hart, I don't quite get this one thing. And I'll be like, and then we'll talk about it. And I'm like, teaching in a high school I have to like write a late pass that is a late pass I'm all gladly write <laughs> because it's a student that's showing that they're interested in learning and if you're watching this hopefully you are and I think you are or listening to this I think you are um, so ask the professor if you have any questions if you if you need to if there are questions that you can just like 
think about for a while, that's fine too. But basically, glance over in the notes that you just took. You're basically reviewing your notes. Fill in any large gaps that you haven't had a chance to fill in yet. This is handy in between classes. Um, and just generally polish up just a little bit, enough to complete the macro level information that you need. So step one, take handwritten notes. Step two, glance over the notes at the end of class or in between classes, mark any questions, ask, and fill in the large gaps that you may have. Um, step three is every evening I would gather all the notes from all the classes that I took that day and would fill in more information, typing them up. So I would take my notes and I have my notes and I would type up my notes and I used OneNote at the time. You can use whatever tool you like. It's totally up to you. This could be a Google Doc. I think it's important that it be searchable um, and have some method of organization within it. So if you want to use a Google Doc and just have out, kind of like an outline format thing going on, that's fine. Honestly, a Word Doc will work for this. I liked OneNote because it had built-in organization to it and, excuse me, nested folders and whatnot. But up to you. Type up those notes. And as you type up, fill in information. I would, for example, I would turn in a bullet point. I would take a bullet point and I would turn it into a full-fledged sentence. Um, the point is, this is about maybe eight hours or so after you have class. This is one of those times when your brain's starting to forget. And by reviewing at the end of the day, you're refreshing those things in your brain right before you go to sleep. And while you sleep is when things are often transferred from your short-term memory to your long-term memory. And that process kind of begins to start. So by reviewing things right before you go to sleep, you're doing two things. Number one, you're using spaced repetition principles of reviewing things before you for, like at that moment before you forget them. Because if you went to bed and woke up the next day, you'd be like, what are we talking about in class yesterday? I'm not sure. This can help solve that. Because reviewing before you go to bed is one way to kind of lock that in. So typing them up is another way of you're writing things out again and you're filling in information that you just left as bullet points or large, broad ideas. Fill in that information to the best of your ability. And you'll realize, oh, I don't quite get this part. And then you might have to look at the textbook or write it down to ask in next class, for example. So take handwritten notes during class, glance over the notes at the end of class and fill them in with more detail every night. I type up my notes and then once a week, step four, once a week, I reviewed all of my notes for the entire week. I would go through, not a huge in-depth review, but I would refresh my memory on them again, because that's ultimately all spaced repetition. It's just refreshing your memory. Um, I would review all of my notes for the week. And if something was unfamiliar at all, if I, would, if I had forgotten some aspect of it, I would spend some more time on that. I might look things up in the textbook if I had to, to refresh my memory. I might look things up online now, YouTube, whatever. Maybe take a note again to ask teacher, professor, whatever at the next opportunity or a tutor or something. So that was a once a week review. At the end of the week, I would sit down and I would just go through all my notes. It didn't, didn't actually take that long um, because again, this space repetition, you remember a lot more than you think. And then that was largely it. Every couple of weeks when test time rolled around, I would review all my notes again. So it was sort of like a two week review. So you'll see the, like these, the, the space repetition principles at work. I would review things at roughly the one hour mark right after class, about eight hours later at night, maybe seven days later at the end of the week, five days, uh, and then about 14 days or so whenever every couple of weeks you'd have a test or something. If I was smart and if you wanted to get real into this, you could kind of set up a rolling system where you're reviewing 
three days ago notes every night. So every night you sit down and it's like a Thursday and you're reviewing Thursday's notes, the notes you took that day, but you're also reviewing Mondays. If you want to go to that extent, you absolutely can. And I would recommend it if you have the organizational capabilities. I did not. I probably still do not um, because it can really be simple. This is, needs to be something that if you're going to use this as part of your study routines, and I would recommend it, set up a system that you can sustain. Set up a schedule so that you can keep up with it. Because ultimately, uh, spaced repetition is not one of these things where you're like, oh, that's cool. I'll sign up for Quizlet and put my stuff on there and I'll be a magic student. No, it's not. It's something that all, all spaced repetition is, is a tool. And it's a tool that you can use to make your hard work be more efficient and go further. It doesn't replace hard work. All it does is that it makes the work that you do matter more and have a greater impact. So it, it's it's not it, it's a tool. And a tool doesn't work by itself. You have to use a tool and you have to work to make a tool work. So ultimately, space repetition is a tool. It's a tool that's wonderful for helping you retain information be more efficient with your studying habits, studying notes, studying vocabulary or flashcard type information, chemistry stuff. I'm not a math person. Equations, that's it. Ultimately, space repetition is a tool that you can use uh, to make your academic life a little bit easier, or not necessarily easier, but more efficient so that you're not wasting time reviewing things and studying things that you already know. That's ultimately what this is all about. It's helping you learn more by doing the same work that you were doing before. You can put in a lot of work and learn a little bit of information or a lot of information. Spaced repetition is something that helps you put in the work and learn a lot of information in less time, ultimately. So thank you guys so much for watching. Hopefully this helped. If you found it helpful, let me know what you think. And if you have uh, if you have any questions for me, you can submit those as well. I will have a link uh, in the description of the podcast, um, either whether it's on YouTube or wherever it is that you're listening, you can find the information for that. Um, if you want to submit questions for me, you can ask me on Twitter or anywhere, honestly. I'm pretty easy to find on social media. So, But Twitter is probably the best place for that. So Twitter at, at MaximilianHeart underscore is where I currently reside on the Twitter sphere. Um, but thank you guys so much for watching. If you found it valuable, if you found this helpful, share it with another student that you know that you think might benefit from it. Um, and if you want more tools and ideas and tips like this, head on over to studypenguin.com and you'll find a fair few. Until next time, have a wonderful rest of your day or night or evening or whatever it is, wherever you are in the world. Don't forget, never stop learning. Have a